What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. You can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, and of course, you can download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, we're going to be talking about driving material growth with social media and WordPress. And joining us for that conversation from Spotlight Instagram feeds, I'd like to welcome to Press This, Mr. Mark Zara. Mark, welcome to Press This. Thanks, David. Thanks for having me. So glad to have you here. Uh, For those listening, what Mark is going to cover today is his thoughts on how social media and WordPress content can work together to drive growth. Uh, More than just social share buttons on your WordPress sites, don't worry, we're gonna get uh, some advanced strategies here. Um, But specifically, how Instagram um, represents a unique opportunity with WordPress content and ideas that you can use um, to leverage WordPress um, as an engine for social social media and the other way around leveraging social media as an engine for WordPress. So I'm very curious about this. I've gotten to see some of Mark's examples ahead. So I'm very excited about today's episode. Mark, the first question I'm going to ask you that I ask every guest is briefly tell me your WordPress origin story. Sure. So I never had any intention of being involved in WordPress or in tech when I was younger. So I was actually uh, doing an architecture course uh, about 10 years ago. Um, And at the same time, I was playing uh, field hockey and I was asked to contribute to the handling of the website of that of that club and it was a WordPress site so that was the first time I had actually used WordPress uh, I fell in love with the use of use of it 
And basically a couple of years after that, uh, I was doing some online courses in HTML and CSS. And at the same time, I met Jean Galea, who's the founder of WP Mayer. He's also my first cousin. So I hadn't seen each other in a while. Um, he came over, he saw what I was doing. And basically he told me sort of, are you interested in working with WP Mayer, maybe writing some content here and there. And eventually that first blog post led to where we are today, where I'm running his, his company basically. Oh, very interesting. So you're there in Malta with Jean? I'm in Malta. Jean's actually living in Spain right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did not know he moved. I'm a big fan of WP Mayer and got to know Jean over the years. Um, he's he's one of my favorite WordCamp buddies when, when we're at the same <laughs> WordCamp together. So glad to hear that connection there. Um, and, you know, it's funny. My first time I ever built a website was in 1999, like a full website. I'd worked on websites before, but like built my own from scratch was uh, a, a, a website for my soccer team. So it wasn't WordPress, though, but that's kind of funny. You got into it from the field hockey team. Why did they decide that you would be the one to manage the website? Honestly, at the time, I was the only one sort of technically adapt to actually do something like that. Um, most of the team was either older or uh, didn't have time for it. I was involved in the committee. Like I had just gotten involved in the committee. And yeah, they just asked who would be interested. I gave it a shot and I'm glad I did. Excellent, excellent. Well, I'm glad it's worked out for you. So you kind of told us how you got going with John there, your cousin, um, and, and I guess John's company there, parent company is Rebel Code, if I'm not mistaken. And then you're spending a lot of your energy around Spotlight Instagram feeds, which I guess is part of Rebel Code. But could you tell us a little bit, like tell us the true version of all that, not my paraphrasing? Sure. Okay. So uh, yeah, Rebel Code has under three main projects at the moment, which are WP Mayor. Then we have the WP RSS aggregator plugin and Spotlight, which is the latest one. So actually Spotlight grew out of the RSS aggregator plugin. So uh, over the years, we were asked to support social media feeds through RSS feeds. And even though originally most of those platforms used to provide RSS feeds, over the years, they either removed them, abandoned them, or they weren't very well supported. So third-party services came into play there, and some of them were available to convert the social media content into RSS. Again, over the years, even those third-party services, services started to die down. So we had the feedback from our users telling us we want, aside from importing content and curating content, we would like to curate social media content as well. So we started looking into, into that niche and looking into social media plugins. And in 20, early 2020, basically, we decided we're going to give this a shot. Uh, based on the market research we did, we decided to focus on Instagram. It was the, the biggest market and the one with the most potential, in our opinion, uh, to benefit both creators and brands, small and big, uh, within the WordPress space. So we started growing it from there. And in uh, late June of last year, we launched Spotlight's free version. And around uh, two or three weeks later, we launched Spotlight Pro. And yeah, now we're uh, Spotlight's running on around 25,000 websites. So we're about 13 months. In. Wow, that's pretty good for such a short period of time. And it sounds like just to kind of play that back, it might also be the first lesson of this podcast is you had the RSS aggregator plugin, which presumably was allowing people to show RSS feeds within their WordPress content. Sound about right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now the web's changing though, right? Like RSS is, is being less favored and, and deprecated in a lot of senses. And so therefore the, the, it's not as valuable a medium as it maybe once was. 
and so the web is changing and, and in this in this case kind of in the, the social engagement part is changing and so you're also kind of changing your strategy here in this case to, to focus on instagram because the opportunities you saw there relative to wordpress sites so is that fair to say like that's the first lesson is to you know evolve as things evolve here and thinking about your web wordpress content and and social or am i reaching at straws here mark no, definitely the direction it's going in, but more than changing priorities, it's more sort of uh, expanding. So the RSS plugin is still actually growing. So even though RSS feeds as technology is being seen as something that's sort of dying out, uh, in reality, we're saying that it's not. So it's definitely still um, being used extensively across the world on different types of sites, be it a news aggregator or even just a simple uh, blog or a simple business site. But yes, tying that in with social media content as well, it seems to be where the biggest oh. potential is, making use of both of them together. Well, I love RSS, so that's good to hear you're seeing the success there. I, I, I see the deprecations happening here and there, and I'm like, no, RSS is so great. But uh, glad to hear you're seeing that success um, on that front and kind of evolving your strategy. So my next question, though, is like, what do you see as the common strategy for using WordPress and social media together? Like I made a joke earlier, like this, this episode is more than about share buttons on your menu, but is that like what most people do or do you, do you think you see it differently? Yeah, so the typical expectation of it is, yeah, social sharing buttons, uh, maybe automatically posting your, for example, blog post to social media through different uh, scheduling tools that are out there. But the incorporating the idea of incorporating your social media content onto your website maybe isn't as widespread as it should be, in my opinion, uh, given the benefits of it. So social sharing buttons are great. Automatically posting to social media is great. But there's a third aspect to it, which is the incorporation of that social media content that you publish in, back into your website in one way or another, which I think is uh, the area that a lot of people might miss out on. But it's something definitely to be considered. But they like people have been burned, right? Like you had these widgets that you can embed from Facebook, and then Facebook changed the way they worked in drastic ways. And like, is is do you think like that's what's driving people to not look into kind of publishing social content on their WordPress site, or do you think there's something else driving that? Possibly to some extent, yes. So there was the the embed issue where they stopped supporting those. Um, in reality, that's where plugins like Spotlight come in because we take the hassle of uh, that those kind of problems uh, away from the user and handle those ourselves. So we keep on top of the API, we keep on top of the changes that are being done. And so long as platforms like Instagram don't entirely stop their APIs from one way or another, uh, we handle the rest for you. So if they change anything, we're the ones to take care of making sure that your feeds don't break. And you have a monetization mechanism through it that's tied to your business and the specifics of the business you're within. And so therefore, someone might have more faith that you would keep it maintained as the systems evolve than I guess the side project, these embed widgets might, might be for social media networks. Is that high level, a good just way to think about it? Yeah, definitely for us, it's a, a revenue generating tool that we create. So we don't just do this sort of for the fun of it. Um, it is a business, business at the end of the day. So we're uh, looking to maintain it for ourselves and at the same time, given the extent to which we've developed Spotlight in terms of certain features, uh, it's also a monetization tool for the creators and the brands that use our plugin. So Great. we know that that's... abandoning that's not really an option for, for them either. Excellent. Thank you for that. 
So I do want to dive a little bit more into the strategy, into the specifics, um, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of our episode talking about driving growth with social media and WordPress. Right before the break, our guest, Mark Zara, was explaining a little bit about what he thought the combined kind of the, the common strategy was, and, and Mark, you said, I'm gonna go back to my notes here, but you said kind of the typical sharing strategy, I'm gonna have some share buttons, post scheduling, which I think is a common strategy, but maybe not common enough. And then the other part, which was bringing in social media content into your website, we talked about, you know, some of the embedded embed widgets that kind of were deprecated from Facebook and others causing issues, but the role of plugins and kind of making that a, a more reliable feature in your content strategy, which I thought was a smart way to look at that. So my next question for you, Mark, is, you know, what value do you think people miss in, in their combined and social uh, WordPress and social media strategy? And I, I think your answer is going to be, you know, bringing that social content into the website but like, why is that valuable? Why, why would you consider that to be the biggest piece you think people miss? Yeah, so there's a number of, of benefits to doing it. So firstly, and it's, it's our tagline on our website as well, there's a social proof aspect of it. So you can put whatever content you want on, you want on your website. Uh, but at the end of the day, for brands, for example, and for creators, that's just what you're saying. Whereas if you put Instagram content over there, whether it's your own Instagram posts and you're showing the likes and comment counts and even the comments themselves, or if you're using hashtag feeds or tagged post feeds where you're basically sharing user-generated content, you're adding social proof to your website, you're adding social proof to your brand, and you're making it feel more authentic and more fresh than if you're just posting sort of your own content, your own uh, galleries or something like that. Um, and it's also automatically updated. So you don't need to maintain content on both your website and Instagram, for example. All you have to do is post to Instagram, and your website's automatically updated. So you're saving time, you're saving money, uh, which is gonna be very beneficial long-term. But I think the, there are three main things which maybe most people miss, which is the fact that sharing your Instagram content uh, on your website means you can share it with non-Instagram users. So we know that Instagram locks your content behind a login. So unless you have an Instagram account, you cannot view uh, an Instagram profile of any brand or any creator that you want. And given that something like 
70% of the 1 billion plus active users on Instagram are under the age of 35. There's a much larger audience um, above that, which you're probably not reaching through Instagram. So by sharing that content on your website and exporting it there and making it available to a much wider audience, you have a much better chance of increasing engagement of either, uh, or maybe even increasing your Instagram followers or getting people to follow you there who are not following you. And uh, it opens up a completely different uh, world to, to your brand and to your business. Okay, so you know the the social proof component is really interesting because, like, I remember speaking to someone just even last week about their website, and we were talking about social proof, and we were talking about testimonials and 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 uh, you know things like that, positive customer statements. And the person I was speaking with was like, "Well, I don't have you know approved testimonials I can publish on my site." And my question back was then, well, do you have any tweets that are kind of quote already public in that way that you could reference? And you know, it, it you know, I know a lot of people do that, but will kind of quote manually do it. Um, I, I think like having a tool, and it's good that y'all have that for uh, you know Instagram to be able to kind of quickly pull those in and, and display them in the right context. I could see that being really beneficial. Is that a common use case for Spotlight Instagram feeds? Yeah, we're seeing it become more common for Spotlight Pro. So Spotlight Pro, the premium version, uh, supports hashtag feeds and tagged post feeds. So basically, you get to share user-generated content. And there are filtering options within Spotlight, uh, for example, for hashtags or for keywords, or even manual moderation, where you get to handpick the posts that are shown. And there are brands out there who have hashtag campaigns or who get some sort of testimonial or review through Instagram. So for example, they get their, their Instagram profile tagged on a post, which is featuring their product because someone loves their product. And that is, at the end of the day, social proof. It is a testimony. It is a review in itself. So it's harder to ask someone like that for a written review, but by sharing their Instagram post on your site, it basically has the same effect, if not better, because there's a visual aspect to it as well. Sure, sure. So I'm guessing that 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 when you're using these strategies, especially if you're using things like hashtag feeds, though, that curation is going to be a big part of it. You talked about like manual curation, which I'm guessing means that I'm going to approve them one by one. Uh, what about things like keyword based, like maybe um, like uh, basically block lists, like bad words, or uh, I guess if it's a testimonial page, maybe I'm uh, uh, using a negative keyword for things like uh, stinks or is bad or I'm so mad. You know what I mean? Like you're showing this on your site. You're not necessarily like a result in a social search engine feed or something like that. But like, how do you think of that less manual curation, but still curated? Yeah. So Spotlight has uh, filtering options in there. So we have keyword and key phrase filtering and we have hashtag filtering, which can be feed specific because you can create multiple feeds in Spotlight, multiple galleries. I can be global as well. So you can exclude uh, any posts which contains a particular keyword or a particular phrase, like you, like you mentioned there. Um, if they're using a particular hashtag from a competitor, for example, you can include, include that as sort of the blog, the blog list. So you don't show posts that have that hashtag. Uh, and then the moderation can come, come in after that. So the manual moderation uh, can be much easier if you have the other filtering in place because it reads out uh, the majority of the negative ones and the moderation there's two options so you can either uh, only show the posts that you select or hide the posts that you select 
So in that case, only showing the positive select will be the most beneficial because the filtering would handle the initial phase. And then let's say once every few days, once a week, you would go in, check what new posts there are and approve the ones that pass whatever tests that you have. Okay, that makes sense. So I think the other thing you kind of pointed out there, I mean, what you described there in terms of moderation, you know, it's a little bit of work, but it's not as much work as creating, you know, fresh content all the time, right? Like I always talk to people about starting blogs is like, it's an infinite amount of work, right? Because you have to always keep it updated with content. But like the other key benefit you, you mentioned earlier was the fact that, you know, at least for parts of your site, you're basically getting fresh content all the time. Um, have you seen any creative examples of that, uh, say beyond things like social proof or reviews? Like, um, you know, I, I don't know, but just some a creative use of, of using, in, in your case, I guess, Instagram, but maybe other social things in a WordPress context where you have fresh content that's being kind of fed by these social posts. Yeah, so there was actually one that was very early on in Spotlight. Um, I think this leader site is still running as well. So this was over a year ago where uh, there was an Instagram account which basically listed classic cars for sale in the US, but I think it was like cheaper classic cars, for example. And it had basically sort of a listing of uh, classic cars for sale within specific areas. And it was filtered essentially by hashtag. So the people following the Instagram account can search for a particular hashtag and they know in which state it is or which model car it is and so on. And they created actually a website um, for that Instagram account. And the entire homepage was the Instagram feed, full width, full page Instagram feed. And each, uh, each post would open up in a pop-up. And in the sidebar, we have an option to put a call to action button, which would link to anything that you want. So in this so the case, whole thing they were knows. linking it to the listing. Yeah, the whole thing is powered by that one account. That's a really clever example. Obviously, people are going to maybe think about this strategy in different ways for their own site. But I always love those extreme examples to like be like, see what's possible. I thought that was really cool. I also liked how you mentioned like showing your own posts and, and showing the fact that it has likes and shares. Um, I always, uh, there's, there's a, a, a song lyric I really like in this context. It, it goes, uh, nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd. And, you know, I think, you know, showing that social proof and showing the engagement of your own posts, of course, would require less curation, um, but still, you know, kind of give you that halo benefit of you know others uh, of your audience seeing that other people actually like what you have to say too uh, which i thought was a pretty cool point um i want to talk to you though about instagram like y'all you, you all decided there um with rebel code that instagram was the path for your next plugin you kind of mentioned it a few times here of course as like the, the kind of quintessential merging of content and social in the wordpress context um, but i want to dive into why you think that um, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of, we're in the start of our very last segment of this episode of Press This. We're interviewing Mark Zara about uh, driving growth with social media and WordPress. Mark, right before the break, you did a really good job of kind of breaking down the benefits of leveraging social content in your WordPress site. And, you know, I know y'all have focused as a business in this plugin on Instagram and you've used it in a few of your examples and like, um, uh, but why, like why Instagram versus say um, some of the other uh, social networks? Is there a unique opportunity here for WordPress sites in your view, or was it just unique for Rebel Code? So the, it, the reason was twofold in this case. It was a business reason in the sense that market research showed that the biggest potential market is in Instagram in terms of uh, user base and, and the potential for growing even the premium version. But even more importantly than that, uh, we saw the most potential in terms of what's the most engaging platform at the moment. So Instagram, according to research so far, shows that it's the most, uh, the platform that gets the most engagement in terms of likes and comments and these kinds of things. Um, so we saw a lot of potential there and what can be done with Spotlight beyond the simple it's called sort of gallery plugin, which is what most Instagram plugins do nowadays. Uh, so we looked at SaaS solutions, uh, both Instagram and outside of Instagram as well, other social media platforms. We saw what was being done outside the WordPress space and thinking what can be brought into WordPress and simplify it and put it directly within the dashboard rather than paying uh, higher fees for SaaS services and having to say working out those integrations. And basically there's a lot of potential on that side. So we started looking into that, started working on specific ideas, looking into use cases and came up with the basically roadmap for the first year or two of Spotlight, which we're, we're still currently working on. And there's uh, even more to come in the, in the near future as well. So it sounds like it's kind of twofold for you. You think one, there's a big opportunity in Instagram itself and the data you saw seemed to indicate that it had the biggest potential for growth. Um, the data you saw also said that Instagram was the most engaging uh, of the social media platforms, at least at this moment. So you saw that opportunity as well. I'm guessing you probably also saw it just because like the format of Instagram plays better to a content site, right? Uh, Twitter is largely text. Instagram is largely images. Did that play in as well? Or was that not part of your consideration? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a lot more visual because of the imagery, because of the videos, and even Instagram's continue to develop. So there's IGTV, which is now supported uh, by the Instagram API. So it's supported by Spotlight. Hopefully they'll open up Reels as well. Stories are supported in Spotlight as well. So there was a lot more uh, sort of engaging types of content that we can play around with, with Instagram rather than with Facebook or Twitter or YouTube. So there's a lot more... Uh, room for growth for us and room to experiment with different ideas which aren't necessarily done by other plugins or even SaaS solutions. Yeah, I think it's interesting. You know, we've done a few episodes on stories. I was going to ask you if you all support that. Um, it's interesting to hear you do. Um, and I know this, the stories world maybe has a whole other episode, a whole other topic, but it is interesting to think about like the different content formats you could perhaps uh, you know, leverage on your site uh, from Instagram, or I guess in the broader sense, even other social networks. But it sounds like from the high level, again, from from Rebel Code's per, or, or from the industry's perspective, you know, your, your view is biggest opportunity for growth with Instagram, most engaging, which is going to make that social proof work better, um, which I think makes a lot of sense. 
Um, I think it, it sounded like though for Rebel that part of it was there wasn't a lot of great answers for WordPress sites to do this. Um, a lot of them were SaaS options that existed. And so therefore the traditional plugin model was kind of in the, absent in this sense. And, and then what was available or is available is, is primarily a gallery, which makes sense for Instagram, but obviously is kind of like maybe the bare minimum you might want as you thought about Instagram content on your WordPress site. Is that about right? Yeah, pretty much. So we, we did a lot of market research. We looked at all the WordPress plugins out there. The majority of them were just galleries. Those that did a bit more than that, like shoppable feeds where Spotlight can do as well. Um, they were typically smaller plugins, not very well supported, haven't been updated in months or years, on Code Canyon, for example. So there was a lot of, the, the niche felt very fragmented in a way. So there was certain basic plugins, more complex ones, which were just focused on the complex parts. But in reality, we thought we can simplify all of this. Uh, so we focus very much on the user interface, focus very much on the user experience. We have a live preview when you're creating the feed, for example. Well, that's other plugins are, are very right. much just settings lists, which is a bit boring at the end of the day. Well, I'm glad you all found that opportunity. Our last two episodes were actually on operating a plugin business on, in different aspects. And so uh, it's good to hear about how y'all thought about you know, building out uh, uh, spotlight Instagram feeds and, and choosing that niche and your business decisions. Again, probably another episode, but Mark, this has been great. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, having me David. It's been great. Fantastic. If you'd like to check more about what Mark is up to, you can visit spotlightwp.com. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine. And I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.